0: Hi, I'm Jack and I'm Josh and this is ABM Under The Hood, a podcast we've created to share the inner working of the account-based marketing engine.
1: This is ABM Under The Hood. Welcome
0: back to another episode of ABM Under The Hood. My name is Jack Rawlings and I'm joined again today by Josh.
1: Hey Jack, great to be here.
0: Good stuff. Um, So today we're going to be talking um, all about objective setting in ABM and um, specifically thinking about things like um, North Star metrics, kind of overarching goals and and objectives that that you can focus on uh, when you're setting up an ABM program. Um, Also kind of how to prioritize metrics from a a business perspective, um, understanding what a good objective for an ABM program looks like, and what a bad objective for an ABM program looks like, um, and and lots of other stuff that we're going to kind of uh, go into today as well. But um, I guess first of all, Josh, in, in terms of setting objectives in in an ABM program, do you think that um, it's something that you find businesses are you know quite generally quite good at, or is it something that that you know businesses tend to struggle with?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it. Um, I think it really depends on the, the level of maturity in the ABM program. I think a lot of businesses, are, particularly when we're talking about enterprise level businesses, are, they've been doing this for a long time and, and it's very very ingrained within the business to kind of track marketing metrics, things like MQLs and SQLs and, and how do um, marketing report back to the leadership teams to be able to actually say, this is what we've done and this is the output. So I think in terms of reporting, we, we do have a very kind of well-defined and and set of, uh, methods for how, how marketing is traditionally reported. Um, I think the challenge with ABM is that those, those methods, because we're talking about sales and marketing, having shared objectives, we obviously have to have a, a slightly different approach. So rather than thinking about MQLs and SQLs, it's thinking more about marketing qualified accounts and sales qualified accounts. So that needs a whole kind of other of set of um, considerations when it comes to like how do we set objectives and what do we, re- we report on really. Um, so yeah I, yeah, I think it it ultimately depends on on the level of maturity because it, it's it depends like how far you need to get to be able to translate what you're currently doing to something that's relevant for an ABM program.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: So yeah, so I guess in
0: terms of in terms of Northstar metrics then so so I mean first of all what? Um, how would you define a Northstar metric from, from an ABM perspective what, what are we kind of talking about when, when we say say that term
1: yeah I think for, for me really a Northstar metric is ultimately what what is the uh, outcome that you most desire from your ABM programme and that, that comes from thinking about where you are when you start the ABM programme and who you're targeting and what you want to achieve with them um, I mean at the agency, we use uh, a reporting methodology called the three R's, which has been around for a very long time, originally coined by Bev Burgess. And, and we look at kind of reputation, relationships and revenue and all of the metrics that sit within those. So there, there's multiple kind of um, ways of reporting on an ABM program that sit t- to kind of align metrics to that thinking. Um, but when we're talking about kind of a North Star metric, it's kind of the the big picture. So... If you're running an existing customer ABM program, it's how many of these customers can we get to spend more money with us? If you're it's a net new customer acquisition, it's how many of these customers, or how many of these prospects, sorry, can we get to um, engage with us and purchase from us? So ultimately, the, the North Star metric is is kind of what the final outcome is, and then along the ways you have to plot some of these kind of smaller milestones. So what is the, the most common trigger point to get to there? So it could be a specific call to action or it could be a specific um, sequence of events that you know that if we can do this 10 times, then eight times out of 10, we're going to have somebody progress through into a, a more sales um, kind of led conversation. So yeah, I think it's it's kind of a, a quite a broad answer, but it's about understanding kind of what is the overall outcome of the ABM program.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I think also, um, you know, the, the key thing about North Star metrics is they've got to be set at that business level, right? It's not a marketing only goal. And, you know, we, we talk a lot about sales and marketing alignment and, and wider business alignment. But, you know, essentially the the business has to be in complete kind of agreement and, and uh, uh, you know, <clears throat> aligned on. What that goal looks like, and understand what the outputs of the of the ABM program might well be, um, and then the whole business is working towards that north star. It's not just about marketing trying to achieve a specific set of you know MQLs mm-hmm. or, or or whatever it might be. It's it's about having a a broader kind of business lens um, that you can you can attach to to the ABM program.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's a that's a really good point, and I think it's one of the things that we try to consider when we talk about reporting with our clients, right? Because mm-hmm. one of the the things that we often get is people want to know how are their campaigns performing? And it's very yeah. kind of straightforward to say, well, campaign X is doing Y and we can report on that because we've got impressions, we've got engagement data, we've got all of that platform data that shows us what's happening within a campaign level. But really mm-hmm. what, what the business wants to see is, well, what's the business value? What's the value that they're gaining from this activity? So wherever possible, yeah. it's about kind of taking that um, campaign level data and then wrapping it up and rolling it up into kind of that higher level business value. So we always recommend yeah. kind of reporting on, on multiple levels to, to reflect that.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's, um, yeah, it's a really good point. Um, so, I mean, from a I guess from a marketing perspective, then, um, how how would you how would you go about kind of making this decision around what that North Star metric should be, or, or, or sort of objective, overarching objective for the campaign for the program? Do you think it's a case of pulling together, you know, ideas based on on where the where the business is at, and, and kind of extrapolating from there, or, or do you think it's uh, you know there's a need to speak to the wider team first. Mm-hmm. How would you kind of suggest people go about that?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because you said from the marketer's perspective there, but what I would actually say mm. is that it's the marketer's prerogative to have this conversation with the sales team and to, to make these decisions yeah. in, in partnership. Because if you, as, as the marketer, if you go into a, a room full of salespeople and say, we're going to do an ABM program, we're going to try and win net new customers in this segment and it's the first time sales have really been involved in that conversation. They're going to turn around and say, well, actually we've got our own priorities over here, we're doing, we're already doing X, Y, and Z. When do you expect us to be able yeah. to actually fill in this ABM program as well? Um, so mm-hmm. f- from that perspective, it's really important that from the very outset of you've decided to do ABM, it's about winning kind of trust and buy-in with the, your kind of sales counterpart. And actually building the abm program from the ground up with them involved from the very beginning so making those decisions around kind of the objectives and what that north star metric should be should be a a very much a joint effort so that's kind of the first place i'd start but then it's about kind of working out where the biggest opportunities are so looking at your existing data sets looking at your existing pipeline your existing kind of um, customer data and seeing well where have we had the most success in the past where is there an opportunity, if there's like market trends or if there's kind of a big um, kind of swing into a certain direction of travel within the market and then making decisions using that existing data. So a lot of a lot of issues that we see are when um, kind of sometimes you work on an ABM program and it feels a little bit like a decision has been made to, to target um, a certain market or a certain group of accounts, because it feels kind of convenient to do so when the reality is it's yeah. probably more valuable to actually go and do the thing that's a little bit more difficult um, because the, the size of the opportunity is bigger. Um, so it's, it's also about kind of measuring up the available resource versus the, the size of the opportunity as well.
0: Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And um, so, I mean, how would you think is the kind of overarching North Star type objective aligns with different program types? Like, Would you say that the different program types are going to naturally lend themselves to the, to different North Star objectives? Or do you think that there should be some kind of North Star objective that almost sits above that that delineation, that, that kind of differentiation between program types?
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. I think um, ultimately you have a North Star metric that sits above the account and that North Star metric for the account is what drives the whole ABM program of what you're trying to achieve. But underneath that, I can certainly see a way in which you would then break that metric down to be reflective of the market, the account, the stakeholders. And you can actually break that down across each of the ABM types. So for a one-to-many program in the North Star metric, maybe we need to generate meetings with 60% of these accounts that are in market at the account level it may be we've got a cluster of fifteen accounts and we need to increase our footprint within these accounts by fifty percent. And and likewise at the stakeholder level it may just be kind of securing a meeting with a particularly elusive stakeholder or a, a type of stakeholder that you've not or always been able to to build bridges with. So I think to answer the question yes you have a north star metric that sits above the account but you can then break it down into those different types of, of metrics that match the the type of the abm program
0: yeah i think that's a, yeah i think that's a good point you you, you almost want to have something that, that that really encapsulates all of that kind of abm lens and, and work that you're doing but at the same time there needs to be a a kind of clear picture of of the the value of what each activity or each program type is also kind of bringing to the table, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think with a you know with a one to many program, for example, you're not going to be looking for a um, you know your, your overarching goal isn't necessarily going to be to be generating revenue within six months or, or yeah. something like that. Whereas with a with a one to one program where you've already got existing Relationships with a with a business, you've already got a, a you know conversation started. Maybe even you've got an opportunity uh, in the pipeline. You know, yeah, the the overarching goal potentially there should be to get them from from you know that that point to to revenue and to a deal closed. So it will change depending on where, you know, where the, the accounts are at in that, yeah. in that journey and in, and in how you're targeting them.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and you make a really good point there about kind of timelines for your objectives as well. One of the, the biggest mistakes yeah. that I see on a regular basis is um, businesses that have decided, right, we're going to do an ABM program. And then six months mm-hmm. later, they're asking kind of, their leadership teams are asking kind of, where's the results of the ABM program? But the reality mm-hmm. is, is they've got a, a sales cycle length of nine months to, to a year. So how, how can you kind of go from starting at scratch to, to winning deals, uh, within six months of an ABM program, you'd have to be pretty fortunate or just be in kind of the right set of circumstances to be, to be doing that, because it certainly wouldn't be the norm. It would be an exception. So it's about being realistic yeah. with the business as well. when you're setting those objectives of, right, we've got a sales cycle of a year. Um, we know that we need to kind of secure these certain stakeholder groups and this is our plan to to do that and over time you'll find ways of optimizing your processes just to accelerate the the deal sales cycle but ultimately it it has to be kind of measured against uh, what's the overall uh, length of time that a deal normally takes for us to close and and then what are breaking it down into what are those kind of metrics and milestones that we can put in place across the the length of the ABM program to to see those kind of leading indicators about if we can do X, Y, and Z, then it's likely to lead us to be able, be able to close this deal.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that that leading indicators point is is absolutely key, right? Because when businesses and it, and it usually is the wider wider business, the le- the leadership team, um, you know, sometimes the board or investors are asking, you know, well, how's the ABM program performing? What's the what are the results? Yeah if you're if you're clear clear front about what to expect at certain milestones and points throughout that program, so you're going to say right at, the, at month six we're not going to necessarily be expecting revenue. however, if we've got X number of accounts at this stage in the journey, we've moved them from reputation um, you know and awareness to relationships. Mm-hmm. That that's going to indicate that from that point it will take another three, six yeah. m- months, however, however long, to get us those first deals coming through and that and those sort of yeah. those revenue numbers starting to appear. You know, so you can almost sort of say to them, This is the this is the path. And if we're on this path and yeah. we're hitting these, these, these specific milestones, then we're good, we're fine, we'll be there. It, it just takes a bit of time, it takes yeah. a bit of patience to get there. And as long as we're hitting these things on the way, then we're we're on the right on the right track.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's about storytelling. It's the, the one of the mm, yeah one of kind of the ABM's biggest kind of responsibilities and biggest skills. If you can do it well, is about telling a story. This is where we are today, mm. and this is where we're going towards, and and this is everything that's going to happen in between. If you can bring that to life, it makes everything else a lot easier because the business can really see the value and see uh, kind of the direction of travel for the ABM program.
0: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. That's the end of part one of our objective setting episode. But the conversation doesn't end there. Join us for part two, where we'll be going back under the hood of objective setting to explore everything from indicators of success to securing alignment on objectives to the value of transparency and much more. If you enjoyed this episode of ABM Under the Hood, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Feel free to rate and review this podcast. Thanks so much for listening.